Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Psychic Coffee Shop's Mountain Bears. Hello, darlings. It's been a bit. You know, we're still moving, organizing, dealing with Mercury and retrograde. Of course, we've got Peggy Joe with us here tonight because it's Mountain Bears. For those that have been missing the coffee oh, shop, hi. it will be making your return. Hey, baby, what's up? Oh, not much, not much. We were kind of pushing the deadline on getting uh, this one, uh, getting in front of our systems this evening, weren't we? Uh, yeah, we're always pushing it into the limits. You know, we run full throttle, you know. Uh, for those that don't know, Techie's got his own business running, and he's co-managing my businesses. We're running the radio show. We're running the radio station. And then, you know, you've got the expansion of Ace and Night, which is, you know, teaching classes, doing live performances, speaking, getting ready to open up a live coaching segment, and reading on a lot of different networks. So to say that our planners do not look like rainbows isn't quite true because, quite frankly, my planner normally looks like the pride flag just covered it. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Well, it's all the pens you carry. I mean, like your planner would weigh like a half ton less if you just put all the pens on your desk and just carried one. Uh-huh. Well, like, that would work I, lovely, except I'm taking meeting notes in cars, you know, and, you know, we're teleconferencing in a car, and, you know, then I've got to go to this desk, and I've got to work from that desk, and I'm working on this location. Yeah. It's been yeah. a lot of moving parts. And then we're moving. It does. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, we're moving. And before we were moving, for those ago, but you've been moving for a while, we were also renovating. Yeah. Yeah, we've yeah. been on the constant move for quite a few months now. <laughs> yeah. I think we're both about, I keep yeah. Yeah. I keep getting promised that, you know, it's going to slow down, it'll slow down, it'll slow down, it'll get into a routine, it'll get into a routine. Now just stop saying it. Yeah, yeah, now it's just like, no, this is our hell, this is where we live, this is the address, this is, (laughs) like, hell having a house in confusion, that's the intersection we live at. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yes, not three. Yes, we were at three at one time. Well, two houses and an apartment. You know, it's gotten to the point now that I know. And we were talking about this the other night where it's like, you know, I know everywhere I would go because it's been that way forever, and it really throws me off when new people come in. Oh, well, yeah. You know, like the Parkersburg apartment. You know, it's got a new apartment manager, and it's like, what the hell? You don't know what I need. Who are you? These are the ladies. Well, and more importantly, just that whole experience you had where, like, they were totally clueless. Like, yeah, that that <laughs> that was a room. That was a piece yeah, that of was a room. room, all right. Yeah, that was a piece of a room. We 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 were hey, still waiting for the mail sent there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've had mail sent to my apartment. Oh, before. Yeah, that's how long yeah, I've that's stayed at that. Now. No, it's like what the no. hell. Now I'm going to specifically call and tell them which room I want, and they better not. And it's going to, or we're going to find a new apartment. Well, yeah, I think we're already there. Um, just mm-hmm. for the sheer fact that that was so bad. That was right. just so bad. I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. It was like. It's not that, like, the room was nasty. It was not that the room was, like, a total, like, disaster area. It's just, like, for what you had said Mm -hmm. and what you ended up getting, Mm -hmm. it's like, really? Really? Yeah. Like, you got that from that. Like, that seems like a big stretch. A very big stretch. Yeah, yeah, like no coffee maker, no microwave. It, was there even a fridge? There was not no, even a fridge. There was not a fridge. There was not even a fridge. Like there yeah. was nothing in the room. Yeah, and it was like and I've stayed at this specific one. The reason I call it the Parkersburg apartment is because literally there have been times that I was there more than I was at my own house. Yes. Well, it's pretty much called the month of October. Yes. You know, the month of October, the month of January. There's a lot of months that, you know, Asen lives in a hotel room. He knows what a good hotel room is. He knows what good front desk service is. This was none of that. Mm -mm. Um, And, you know, that's the reason I do the business hotels is because they're mm-hmm. used to business people. You know, mm-hmm. the moment I said I need to, you know, get something faxed, can you fax this? And they gave me that weird look. I'm like, we are switching hotels. Yes. Yes. No. That's the standard function. Like I know the fax machine needs to die. I am a I, I'm a strong strong leader of that charge. The fax machine must die. Mm-hmm. But right. until that happens, that's not the primary business function. If you're going to list yourself as a business hotel, you're you're even going to call mm-hmm. your rooms like business whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you you have to have 
like at least a general core competency there of, yeah, we'll send the packs for you. Where do you need it to go? Like, that's it. That's all you've got to do. Key in the number and send it. It's okay. Like, we're sorry, too. We don't Mm -hmm. want a fax. (laughs) Like, we tried for an email address. This is what we got. (laughs) Right. You know, know, this this is what we got. Well, not only that, but, like, down at that particular one, they've even ran, like, my promo stuff before when I've ran out. You know, yeah, we can throw that mm-hmm. on the top of the machine for you. It's 10 cents a page. We'll add it to your bill. Yeah. I don't think this girl knew how to run a copier. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that's that's kind of again that if you're if you're going to call it a business classroom, you really got to have that basic ability. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that's yeah, you're going to lose those business customers. But it seems like that hotel right. that was kind of the problem is like they they are hemorrhaging customers, and that's because right. of some of the changes that the hotel has gone through. Um, And the things they've been – because they've rebranded or they're trying to rebrand as a family hotel. And, yeah. Yeah. So they're they're quickly losing their business customers. They've completely alienated their contractor customers. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it's just – it's like, no, this is what you do. Now you're just not doing that. Right. And it makes no sense for that area because there's nothing for families in that area. Yeah. We are not beside Disney. Well, I mean, there's not a water park down the street. Well, it's Parkersburg. I mean, there is mm-hmm. so little going on up there. I mean, right. I like I kind of get it. I, I think there are some. There's like a campground and maybe like what is there a state park up there? Probably. Yeah, because um, I, I know uh, former neighbors of mine, that's where they went every year to go camping, which, by the way, was the biggest joke ever, um, because whatever weekend they picked to go camping or whatever week they picked to go camping, it rained from when they left till when they returned. Mm-hmm. Like, they came back every year, threw out the tent that they took with them, planned mm-hmm. to buy a new one for next year. Um, they had the, the car top carrier, they had to dump water out of it before they could unpack it. It was hilarious. We loved watching them come back every year. The, this, this was a family of four and every Mm -hmm. year they came back with the same statement. It rained the whole time we were there. We slept in the car. Right. This was their vacation. Every single right. year. And I'm like, why do you right. go? Why do exactly. you go? Why do you do this to yourself? You know what's going to happen. Why do you go every year? Yeah. Well, and granted, like part of the family, I forget who one of the, like the husband or the wife one, or both, maybe. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, we're from that area. Right. And every year they went, and every year, same story. And I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. There's so right. many other places you could go. And, and they're enjoy. like, oh, we're going to go again. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, 
I mean, that's the thing for me is it's like there was never a good story about this vacation. Right. Every year it's the same, like, four grumpy people piling out of a car and just they're miserable. Right. It's like, why? Why would you do that to yourself again? But, you know, that's where we are. Mm -hmm. This is. Well, I don't know. They got something out of it. Uh, I don't think we ever figured out what. It was sad, though. Well, maybe it was family time. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know there was, like, a portion of it that was that. And, like, Mm -hmm. I can understand that, and I can get that. But at the same time, Mm -hmm. it's like, still, still. Why would you do this to yourself? Every single year you're going to go do this. And you're going to continue to Mom or dad or whoever, just invite them down. You know what I mean? Or better yet, better yet, take them somewhere. Do they want to stay home? No. No. No, they don't. And I mean, it's Parkersburg. I mean, right. I'm not knocking Parkersburg. Uh, I'm sure it's a great place to live. Um, yeah. And it has that really, it, yeah, because, yeah, it's Parkersburg. It has a really awesome Chinese restaurant, the uh, Jumbo. Yeah, um, the Jumbo. And it has the beautiful hotel that we always do events at. And, you know, it's got that Victorian vibe going on there. I wouldn't take a six-year-old no, no, vacation no, 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 no. there. No, 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 no. That's Marietta. Right. Yeah, yeah. They're the yeah. same thing. Let's not conjoin them. Outside of the river, the outside of the river. I know, but let's not conjoin them. Like, like, what? No, I'm sorry. We're not giving Parkersburg a glorious name because of crap in Ohio. I mean, wonderful okay. things in Ohio. <laughs> no, actually, the Lafayette is amazing. Everything we've done in Marietta has been great. But right. um, Parkersburg is like. There's the restaurant. There's the That's hotel. It. Well, was the hotel? Yeah, it's our bedroom and our restaurant and the really awesome, awesome, awesome. What is that? The omelet shop, omelet spot, omelet something. Omelet shop. Yeah, it's amazing. But That's it. That's yeah, it. it's a functional, operational. Out of venue spot, um, and that's a, a concept bedroom. that I picked up a long time ago. Yeah, it's a bedroom, but that's a concept yeah. also I picked up a long time ago. Is you know if I'm going to be doing an event in Atlanta, we aren't staying mm-hmm. in Atlanta. You are taking me out of that city to a suburb or you know on the way home type thing. Oh no, I'm not taking um, you anywhere in Atlanta. I'm never going no. back to Atlanta again. <laughs> no, no. Never again will I try to navigate Atlanta. Like, someone should have warned me before I tried it the first time. Let okay. me tell you. Between mm-hmm. two events, between two events, I'm never going back to Atlanta. Atlanta is dead to me. Atlanta does not exist. It is figment of people's imag- imagination. Um, part one, can we just talk about the number of street, streets involving the word peach? 
Like, we're going to turn from Peach Turnpike on the Peach Way to Peach Avenue to Peach Tree to Peach Blossom to, to like, Peach Febreze. I honest to God swear that was a street. Um, but, like, we're going to do that, and that's the entirety of the directions. Peach, 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 peach. Okay, and I'm so like, I'm you assuming have with that, to be kidding. Yeah, so I'm assuming that you want me to add that to the cities that work. You know, if they book me for the event, they are required to provide me a driver and a limo yes. service. Yeah, yeah, because DC yes. and LA are both on those. I'll add LA. Yes. Orlando's easy to get around. Um, never had a problem in Columbus or Philadelphia. Although the word Constitution seems to be in a lot of streets there. Well, you know. But no, now back yeah. to the other part of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. There's, there's the other part of Atlanta. Went down many years mm-hmm. ago. We were going to spend another night, but we didn't have a room book. I was like, well, you know, we could stay in downtown. And we could go to like a bar. And we can have a really great time. Um, I don't drink and drive. So it's either got to be a cab ride, like a reasonably affordable one, or we need to get somewhere that we can walk. And so that's what happened. This was not with, with, this was not with Asin, by the way. This was with someone yeah. else. And so we, I, I, <laughs> My left brain kicked in, and my dumb self had bought the, literally, I'm going down there as a tourist, I, what did I buy? The not-for-tourist guide for Atlanta, and used that to help choose my hotel room. And so we ended up at this, this tiny little motel. And my first clue that I had screwed up in my life somewhere was when they had to take their hourly rate and calculate it for a night. That should have been my first clue. I have screwed up in my life. I have done something horribly, horribly wrong here. Um, Like, no. Never again, no. Right. So, but yeah, we ended up, we did not spend the night. It okay. was that bad. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was, it was just mm-hmm. like, no, Atlanta confuses me and makes me angry. Mm-hmm. Never again. Right. Well, well it's always been my statement. That, you know, there's going to be those hotels, but, you know, honey, we already know you're a left brain. There are a few things mm-hmm. with left brains I do not ask you to do unless I completely understand the risk I am taking. Um, Jeannie Robertson has been so blessed to provide me with at least an example of those risks mm-hmm. in a lot of the book hotels because I don't uh-huh. listen to I don't expect you uh-huh. when, you know, the Jezebel comes out to package my books and bring them to the hotel that I'm speaking at. 
Um, uh-huh. Yes, no. 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 You know, I've asked you to hang stuff in the house. There is a reason I've asked you to hang that. It's because, yes, I do need it technically exactly correct. Yes. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And, well, I point out that the um, eye rolls, as I did this, were not appreciated. Like, you asked me. You asked uh-huh. me to do that. I I did not appreciate the eye rolls. Like, no. Well, you know, I was waiting for you to bring out the compass. Really? Hey, I, I used a level, okay? It's not it, it's not a highly advanced specialized tool. I did not I did not per, go and purchase because I do not own one. The the you know like the wonderful laser self leveling multi ray device of my dream. Right. I did not go right. buy that. Um, no, you didn't. I think has a built in stud finder. Oh, things that make me happy. Yes. Um, you but did no. use a stud finder that doesn't work. I did you use my stud finder? It does. It kind of got you a little confused. It does not. You know what? If so, it thinks that my whole house is a stud. It does not think your whole house is a stud. It thinks, you know, you've got too many holes in the wall. You've uh-huh. used too many patches. You're, you, the stud finder is like there is just too much going on here with density. Like uh-huh. it is sitting there like I don't know what is going on over here. Um, there may be a dead body. We're not sure. Um, but the subfinder is like, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're doing. It has no clue what you are doing. It's like, right. why? But yeah. Well, you but know, no, it, it I can make it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, your cast iron skills are still on a wall. I know. Yeah. That's because you're doing it wrong. Outside wall. Let's see you try that on an outside wall. Oh, okay. You know, the walls that have the two by six covering on them? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. No, it'll work. It's the whole time. It will work. You're doing it wrong. Uh huh. You're just doing it wrong. Otherwise, all of your cast iron skillets would have, like, dented the deep freezer by now. Like you a mean cat would have died. Well, yeah, either one. A cat yeah. would have died. Mm-hmm. And my electric wine opener would have been so beyond damaged. And know. you know the trauma we there. Like, I know. The idea I would have to ever manually open a bottle of wine again. Uh-huh. I I I can't even... Like right. no, no, no. Well, that, that, you know, that, speaking that, of that, round for divorce. Well, yeah. you know, speaking of that set, how long does uh-huh. it take for the batteries to recharge on the salt shaker? They do not recharge; they have to be replaced. Oh, okay. We do not charge the salt and pepper shaker; we charge the wine open. Okay. 
I'm really wishing that the salt and pepper shakers charged, frankly, because that's a lot of AAAs. Yes. That that is a whole carousel of AAAs. Right. But you know, in often in other news, in other news, it's been an interesting yeah. week. It's been an interesting week for a number of reasons. Um. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how I feel about this, but I'm seeing a lot of shows that really made an impact on my life, Mm -hmm. on other people's lives, coming back on air. Like, okay. Well, and I think TV's changing a lot right now. Right. I mean, we're we're starting to see, you know, retro set shows. We're starting to see, like, the rebirth of programs. We're starting to see, like, the death of reality TV. That's mm-hmm. wonderful. Which is Loving a thank that goodness. Part. Uh, like, you want to ask me the top five reasons I don't have cable? Like, in terms of anything other than Internet? That's in, like that is a one. There is nothing I want to watch. Right. Like if Netflix doesn't produce it, or you know, have it for me, or Hulu doesn't produce it and have it for or and or have it for me. Yeah, I'm not all mm-hmm. that interested. I'm really right. not. I'm just like no. Like I, I've done all the cooking shows I can do. I've done all the baking shows I can do. I've done all the DIY, all the reality TV I ever care to see. I do right. not want to watch another Idol, or you know, like Out Care. Um, no, no, no. I'm done. That is like no, no. I'm tired of watching Trainwreck. People make millions. For starters. Mm-hmm. No. Like, no. No. It's so annoyingly no. Like, why are the Kardashians famous? Like, uh uh-uh. There's no reason for that. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Well, you know, but, you know, like, queer stuff, it made a massive impact in our life oh. growing up as teenagers. Well, some of us are a little younger. Well, okay. You know, (laughs) but the question is, can they keep it up? Is it going to make the same impact? Our world is changed from then. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I guess it depends upon how they approach it. Like, if they're just going to try to reboot it, and be like, or mm-hmm. as in literally just keep moving or mm-hmm. you know, recast everyone and keep moving. No, I don't think right. that's going to work at all. Um, you know, totally different time. No, it's not going to work. But right. if they go a little different with it and they take like, mm-hmm. the premise of mm-hmm. the show, which is, you know, we're going to really sweetly, eloquently, honestly deal with these topics. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do it in a way that's a little bit shock and awe, but not, like, totally out there. Like, we're going to bring it home at the end. Mm-hmm. If they can take that formula and reboot, 
then yeah, I think mm-hmm. it'll be great. But if they sit there right. and just try to like, you know, <laughs> we're just gonna keep moving. Right. It's like no, that that like no one wants to hear about Justin anymore. We're done. We're sorry, Justin. We loved you then. Right. You'll always have a special place in our heart. But you know, right. I'm in my mid thirties now, and I'm like, mm-hmm. nah, nah, yeah. nah, just no, 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 no. Just go on. Just no, mm-hmm. go on. But you know. That's me. <laughs> you know, for me, I'm like, are you going to ruin it? You know, one of the other shows that I really liked growing up mm-hmm. has been ruined. Of course, it was ruined by the creator of the show. But it's like, thanks for ruining my childhood. What was you know, it? Thanks for, huh? What is that again? Oh, see, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think they had ample warning that was going to go to hell in a handbasket. Like, I don't think, like, no one should have been surprised. Mm-hmm. That's, I'm, you know what I mean? That That's like, that's like currently being surprised that there is nuclear activity in North Korea. Um, no, that's not surprising. She she has built a career accidentally mm-hmm. around the fact that she is a loose cannon. Sometimes it's funny, and it's really, really funny when it's funny. And the rest of the time, you suddenly, you have the sudden realization, the woman is a nut job. Right. Like, that's where it is. Like, when it's funny, it's funny, and that's great. When it isn't, it isn't, and it's really bad. Right. You know. But what I don't get, and this is just mm-hmm. me, they know, I mean, looking at her Twitter before, you could tell that she was not really doing the best. At managing her social media, even close to it. As she for hasn't Asia, been able to manage PR. She has not been able to manage PR her entire career. Mm-hmm. Every right. time you give this woman an opportunity to shine, she mm-hmm. turns around and, like, it lasts for, like, five minutes. And then it's like she leaves the microphone on and goes to the outhouse on a national stage. Right. And it's like, are you kidding me? Because that's what she did before and somehow Mm -hmm. got forgiveness. Her lovely rendition of the Star Spangled Banner. Um, She was trying to be funny and Mm -hmm. failed spectacularly. Um, and that's what I'm saying is this is her constant pattern. This is what she does. This, you do not get surprised mm-hmm. by this. Like no. No, no way, no way should anyone have gotten surprised by this. I call BS on anyone who's like, well, we just can't believe she did that. Really? Well, 
it's not that I can't believe that she did that. It's more so I cannot believe her management team allowed it. Well, it's no, I don't even think that's it. I, I think it's literally they they thought they mm-hmm. thought riding the Trump wave. Um, that she could go out and do whatever she wanted. Like, this was her moment. Like, Mm -hmm. you're going to be able to go and be you, and everyone's going to love you, and it's going to be great. And Mm -hmm. no one's going to care. The only problem Mm -hmm. is, yeah, that didn't work because she's, you know, this, this isn't, she's not built for it. She really isn't. She is not built for the flack. Like, she's just not built for it. And then she tries to fix it. And then she tries to whatever and walk it back. And it doesn't work. It never worked. And it's what she, it's her go-to. Every time she screws up and does something so outrageous, she sits there and tries Mm -hmm. to fix it. And she can't fix it. And then it this is what happens. bad. Right. Yeah. You know, and this is, you know, this is where, and I think people, stars especially, need to realize mm-hmm. their weaknesses. Well, yeah. Okay. They need to realize that, you know, example, I suck at driving when I am tired. Most of the times, mm-hmm. I'm going to be tired and driving, someone else drives me. Well, you know? I mean, that's just, like, a given. Like, right. you, one, if you are doing any kind of stage, entertainment, live, event, whatever, whatever, you need a driver who is prepped for that, who is actually right. a driver. I mean, I'm sorry, that right. is the whole... Um, Oh, what is it? The story of Jane uh, Mansfield. Um, I believe. Yeah, Jane Mansfield. Um, ended up crashed on a... Was that a Kentucky highway? No, 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 no. Not Kentucky. Further south. Further south. Anyway, middle of the night, foggy, plowed into the back of a truck. Um, <laughs> horrible, nasty, blah, blah, blah. All this because... They took off in the middle of the night, loaded the mm-hmm. car up with kids, mm-hmm. everyone was tired, mm-hmm. and the teenager they had driving was mm-hmm. nowhere near skilled enough for this situation. Like, no. trying to rush in the middle of the night to get her to the next city, bad plan. Bad plan. Right. You do not do that. Like, it is the right. story of Jane Mansfield. It's, you know, it's, you don't do it. Don't do it. Right. You know, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, no. The, and, I th- and I just get amazed at this every time about how the people do not look and go, ooh, I suck at this. Maybe I should hire someone. Well, you know? and then also, like, well, and that almost leads over to R. Kelly. Um, mm-hmm. There's, 
there's that moment of not only do you suck at it, but then mm-hmm. it turns out you also suck at hiring people who don't suck at it. Like, instead, right. you manage to somehow not just hire someone who doesn't suck at it, but mm-hmm. you manage to hire the one person who doesn't suck at it who's also going to rob you blind or take advantage right. of your weakness. Um, mm-hmm. Which, yeah, like, come on. Can we really just... Like, well, I'm sorry. You know, R. Kelly and his craziness. Well, yeah, there's him. a whole lot of craziness there. There's, but, an, yeah. you know, there's a lot of craziness. There's a lot of issues going on there. That's going to be a deep dive that we do. But he's a key example, and I see it happen all the time. He isn't a readable, writable person. He doesn't handle his money. I'm sorry. No matter how big I become, I can never become as big as Sharon Rivers, and she signed every paycheck. Right. Every check that went out from Jane Rivers, she signed them. Well, what yeah. the hell? Well, you know. not that having a business manager is necessarily a bad thing. Um, no, and I certainly I understand three. it. There are many, many people that have a business manager or an mm-hmm. accountant or someone who's in charge of the money and paying the bills. And I mm-hmm. get that. It's a valuable service, and people need that. Um, mm-hmm. And, no, there, there's, there are many, many people. Um, it's, it's the whole field of bookkeeping and accountancy in general. Right. There's a whole group of people that do many things well. Managing their finances, yeah. not one of those things. And that's okay. Not, you know, not everyone is cut out to be an accountant. It, no. It's a lot more complex than it looks. Um, but it also means that you, if, especially if you have any kind of deficit, like mm-hmm. you can't handle money at all in any mm-hmm. capacity, you know, mm-hmm. someone literally has to do this for you because you are illiterate or functionally mm-hmm. illiterate, then, right. yeah, you really have to trust this person. You really need to do your homework. You really need someone before that person that you can mm-hmm. trust to pick that person. Right. And we've you know, seen it and, and so I get it. many times. Well, yeah, and you especially see it. You especially see it. Um, big name rappers, big name um, artists that are on you know, R&B labels, that are pop star labels. Um, you know, you, you see a lot of, of people in that group. Right. They're listening to the wrong people to start with, who are pointing right. them towards more wrong people, who then right. tell them all the wrong things to do, or who mm-hmm. are like, no, I'll handle it, and then do all the wrong things. Either way, it right. doesn't matter, same result. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, you made Billions of dollars over the course of your entire career, mm-hmm. um, if not at least millions, you know. 
and you're suddenly, you know, what is it, George Coleman? Flat broke. Absolutely yeah. flat broke. Like, all these years, all these opportunities to have banked money, and mm-hmm. you didn't have a single person in your corner trying to make sure that at the end of the day, that, that mm-hmm. when you get to this point, 20, 30, 40, 50 years down the road, where your career's done, either done. you personally screwed up to the point that this is it, you're done, you're washed up, mm-hmm. no one's going to hire you, you're, you are, you know, box office poison. Right. Or you are at that point where it's like, I can't do another tour. I can't do right. another album. I'm too old. Mm-hmm. I'm too tired. I'm too disinterested. Like, I mm-hmm. do not want to be Cher. I do not want right. to be up there in a lion tamer's uniform and, you know, trying to pull off a follow this, you bitches, 10-year goodbye tour. Like, not right. going to happen. I'm done. I'm done. You know, not right. all of us get that, um, oh, what is her name? Activia Woman. Ah, I never can think of her. Never can think of her. Oh, but no, the screen queen. Oh, what is her name? Oh, anyway, no one can be that lucky. Not all of us can be that lucky. Pardon? Elvira? No, the the Halloween uh, franchise. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay. Jamie Lee Curtis. Sorry, Jodie Lee, Jodie Foster, Jamie Lee Curtis. I just merged the two. Of okay. Them. Sorry, Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis. Um, right. we we can't all be that lucky. We are not going to hang around and like, I like I don't know what she's doing. I don't know who she sold her soul to, but her mm-hmm. and her mother have had a wonderful run. Mm-hmm. Like, her mother did Psycho and then just hung around forever, and then she did Halloween, and her career has hung around forever. Mm-hmm. And between the two, it's just like, really? Like, how did you avoid, like, the the... Judy Garland, Liza Minnelli curse. You know, that, well, that constant, never-ending curse of, like, mother-daughters. Mm-hmm. It, it's always a curse. It's like the minute the daughter goes into the same field, it's all over. They both crash and burn. How did you avoid sure. it? One. Two, mm-hmm. not everyone's going to have that kind of stardom and staying power. And not to mention... I don't even mm-hmm. think she needs money at this point. Like, she's right. doing this for fun. Mm-hmm. Be- which is obvious, by the way, for Jamie Lee Curtis, if right. it, you know, no one else. When she right. did this interview with, I think it was Access Hollywood, on the okay. new Halloween movie, um, mm-hmm. and he totally flubbed it. He totally, totally mixed up the villains from the movies. Mm-hmm. Her movie franchise and from a totally different movie franchise. 
And she just, like, nailed him on it. Mm -hmm. She, like, the, the anger, the anger just blew out of her. Like, I am Jamie Lee effing Curtis. I mm-hmm. do not have to put up with your BS. I don't mm-hmm. need you. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like, oh, my God. She just blew it. Like, not in, like, or she just blew up. She didn't blow it. Like, I think everyone was with her. Like, yes. You go, girl. Yes. But you could tell nowhere on her face did it register, you know, <laughs> if I blow up at the nice little interviewer boy who mm. just totally screwed up and doesn't even know it because he was, like, not even in diapers. His parents right. weren't even in diapers when I did this movie. Um mm-hmm. If I blow up on him, this could all blow back in my face, and I could lose a whole bunch of money. Not a care. Mm-hmm. She's just like, no, you're an idiot, and let me show you how. Right. And I'm like, yeah, I love it. But, yeah. But we see that Not a, lot, everyone of, a has... lot out of the powerhouses. Okay. We see that out of... Mm-hmm. You know, the Jamie Lee Curtis's, the Joan Rivers, the Dolly Parton's, um, the Shares. They have not only built well, their career. Hold on. Hold on. No, 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 no. You cannot put Cher in that category. Now, you can put Meryl okay. Streep in that category. Uh-huh. Like, Meryl Streep is showing up for fun at Academy Awards. That's right. That. She doesn't need it. She has never, like, right. I don't think there has been a point in the last, like, 30 years of Meryl Streep's career she has needed the money. Okay. Now, Cher, Cher is a different story. Cher is another one of those, like, she is a powerhouse, and you would think mm-hmm. she is loaded. Mm-hmm. She is so bad with money. Like, mm-hmm. That is the whole reason she keeps coming back from the dead. Is well, I don't know if it's dead. that or if it's that she's just so used to living on the road. No, 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 no. It's literally she's broke. She stays broke uh, every time she like she keeps doing like like the whole farewell tour was an attempt to pay off her debt. Like, she has uh-huh. screwed up her taxes, mm-hmm. and that launched, like, the whole movie side of Cher, I believe. Right. Um, but, no, Cher is so bad with money, so bad with money. This is why she has to keep coming back from the dead. Like, mm-hmm. that's it. That's all she knows how to do is, like, okay, well, I'm broke again. And she right. hit that point where it's like, honey... How many more tours do you think you got going on? Like, mm-hmm. because unless they clone you or, like, you've got a surgeon that's just going to replace everything. Well, I think she probably has had everything replaced. Yeah, no. I, like, but there's a limit. <laughs> 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 like, 
She's gotten to the point, I'm sorry, but she is getting to the point where the warranty is running out on her replacement parts. Yes. I mean, like, girl, how many more tours do you think your body got left in it? Like, you're right. not coming back this time. Like, you know, you, like, at this point, Vegas Lounge Act is the best thing you've got going. And even right. that's going to start to, like, wear you out. Like, that's, well, you know. you, that's where she is. Because it's easy to forget she is so much older than she looks. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a reason her ex-husband's dead. It's because he was old. And she was right there with him. Mm-hmm. Like, she has had a lot of wonderful work. She has definitely worked on her appearance. She has definitely kept up the maintenance. Right. But there's only so much you can push that box. Right. It's like, well, it's like so I think Cher is almost 80 now. Like, I, I really think that. I think she is pushing 80 hard. Um, That's, and that's kind of scary. It's kind of scary. Uh-huh. Um, you also have to stop and sit there and realize that at this point, she has had an almost, what, 60-year career? Like, uh, that's the scary part. Yeah, sorry. She is pushing up towards 70. Uh, well, she's in her 70s. She's pushing towards She's in her 70s. Dolly's in her 70s. Tina Turner is 79. Madonna's 60. Okay, yeah. Most of my record collection just, you know, went out the back door. But these women, yeah. even Cher, seem to know their business. Now, they may know when they're broke and how much they're broke at, but they know their business. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I get that. I get that. They are definitely involved in their business, and they have pulled it out of the fire more than once. Mm-hmm. But then there are those. There, Then there are those. They have had good management from the beginning. Mm-hmm. They, they have made wise financial decisions. They have <laughs> never been in a position... Like they 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 struggled at the beginning of their career, like everyone does. Mm-hmm. Everyone you know mm-hmm. does, and then mm-hmm. the money started rolling in, and there was someone, whether it was them or a good financial planner or an amazing accountant or an amazing business manager, someone mm-hmm. sat there and went, whoa 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 whoa, there's a limit here. Like, you can go have fun, and you can go do all kinds of wonderful things, but Mm -hmm. there's this rainy day right down the road that could be Mm -hmm. five years from now or 50 years from now. Right. When you get there, you need money that's going to run you, like, take advantage of this opportunity. You've got megabucks coming in. Mm -hmm. Take them. Don't spend them. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't go all Joan Crawford and end up in a you know New York apartment on a mattress on the floor because you broke you broke like you ramen broke. Um, <laughs> don't go do that. You've got mega bucks coming in. Do not Gary Coleman on. Um, right. You know, and but now share that's a different story. Yeah, she knows her money. She knows when she's broke, and she knows how to make more. Right. 
and it's worked for her. She's pulled this out of the fire multiple times, mm-hmm. but there's a limit. And she's, I, mm-hmm. like, honestly, this is not the time, like, 72, not the best time to go screwing this up again. Like, right. hold on to it. Um, because mm-hmm. I don't think at 72 she's going to be able to pull off another comeback. You know, right. and start doing well, this major, hectic, massive schedule. And mm-hmm. I think the last one was pushing it. Like, well, I think I'm not it was. saying there was no talent there. I'm not saying there was no talent there. There was lots of talent there. But mm-hmm. if she hadn't have had the name, that last one was not going to happen. Like, you, like, there are a lot of diehard fans that came out and really supported that. Um, yeah. I'm not saying it was a no talent show. It was a, it was a talented show. Right. But it was not like vintage share. Right. You know what I mean? Like it was not <laughs> like you. If you listen, you listen, you hear, you you function. This was not the share that made her famous. This mm-hmm. was the share that's like alms for the poor. Mm-hmm. Like, what do I got to do to get you to put some money in the basket? Mm-hmm. Um, you know. And I give her credit. She did it. It's awesome. It's great. A lot of people experience share in either as a new or as an old fan um, and had a wonderful experience, and it was great, but that's mm-hmm. it. This is the end of the road. Right. Well, you know, and then you look at Dolly, who is a year older, and uh-huh. she's already scheduled to be on tour until February of next year. All yeah, over the UK, all over everywhere else. I, yeah, I, I don't even know how she's still doing this. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't. She, I do not get how Dolly Parton is still going. Like, I I think it's amazing. I And I'm not, like, mm-hmm. throwing off. Like, I think that our senior population is grossly underestimated mm-hmm. as a general rule. But that's a far cry from we're going to go out on stage and do some craziness. And we're going to be in, like, 50 cities in, like, 60 days. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of 20-year-olds who are like, whoa. (laughs) We're going to, what? I'm going to die. That's what you're telling me. Um, yeah, no, <laughs> we're not doing 50 cities in 60 days. Like, you've lost your mind. Yeah, because, and you'll understand what I say about this. When we look at my tours or we look at my events that I'm doing, you've done told me you get three and then you got to come home. Yeah. You, you can't well, be in two cities just- in the same day. No, well, and especially not the way you did it. I mean, like, Parkersburg and Marietta, you can do that all day long. I don't care. But that last run that where you did, like, because we were everywhere. We, you know what I mean? Like, we were in Charleston. Well, we were, literally, we were in Charleston, St. Albans, 
um, Marietta, Parkersburg. Then we shot over to Morgantown. Mm-hmm. What the hell? <laughs> Even my car's going, I need a break. Right. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going, I need a tour bus. So, you know. Imagine doing that for a year. She literally, her calendar is booked up for a year. She set the tour off in January. She'll be finishing it in February of 2020. Yes. And that's what I'm saying is, and this is in our mid-30s. Hi, we're in our 30s. We're talking about they're doing this in their 70s. And I'm going, Uh I, I have a hard time believing drugs are not involved. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I would not think bad to find out that there was some, you know, I don't know, cocaine involved. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way a human being should be going that hard. Like, mm-hmm. I know she knows what she's doing. I know she's done this. I know this is, like, old hat. But sure. at the same time, it's like, that's a lot. That's a whole, whole lot. Like, right. no. I mean, what? We lost Luke Perry this week. And he, you know, I mean, I'm sorry. He, yeah, he's on production schedule. He was in Riverdale, um, the 90210 star. He had a stroke and died. He's in his 60s. Right. Uh huh. Like, hi. Like, that's not even a tour schedule. That's just a production schedule. Right. Like, that is, like, an order of magnitude way less complicated. You know, and as I understood it, it's not like he was leaping off of buildings. He was not doing a John Barrowman part. No. You know. Like, hi. Yeah. You know, so there's got to be something in their core that brings them out. And, you know, like they need to, like, grab a hold of some of these R&B artists and granted, you know, or some of these rappers and go, look, I don't know what your problem is. I've been doing this for 50 years. Shut up and let me fire everybody. Yeah, really. Well, and some of yeah. that, like, it would be great if we had, like, a celebrity, like, I know Celebrity Apprentice was a thing, but what I'm saying is, you know, if we literally had, like, an apprenticeship, like, hold up, we're going to bring you in, we're going to show you how our machine works, mm-hmm. learn from it, this is how you survive, this is how this right. works. Like, it's totally different than anything you've ever imagined. It is, it is you know, the, but this is what you got to do. Like, right. this is how you survive to, like, 70, 80. I mean, mm-hmm. what? Angela Lansbury is still on stage? Yeah. She's in her 90s. Betty White. Flipping Betty White, 95 years old. She still has a show. I mean, she has two. come on. you. Oh, two. Sorry. Huh. Yeah. Like, I'm giving her accolades for one. 
Pew, mm-hmm. holy crap. Um, and then she's doing other stuff, and she's involved with, you know, so many boards in California, it's not even funny. And mm-hmm. she's all over the place, and mm-hmm. which is great. I'm not knocking it, but damn. <laughs> right. You know, it's, yeah, mm-hmm. like, there needs to be someone who comes in behind that and goes, okay, this is how this works. Like, you know, hi, Renee Zellinger. You want to hold on to this career for another 50-some years, that, you know, follow this. Um, right. Because this is how this works. Like, you know, right. otherwise you're you're going to have a mid-50s crash and burn here, and you're going to be mm-hmm. trying to, you know, turn my home and pay the IRS because you didn't know how to file your taxes. Um, right. Yeah, this is where you're going to end up at. Right. Um, but, yeah, it's sad. It's kind of frightening. I wish there it were is. more... Oh. That and we Angela Lansbury is in Mary Poppins Returns. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She and again, yeah. she's not even what four? Ninety three. Ninety three. Jesus. Like I'm sorry. That's mm-hmm. that. I mean, it's very impressive. It is. But the, mm-hmm. and you know, at this point, it's got to be you're doing this because you love it, not because you have to pay the mortgage. Exactly. You know, I mean, like, hi, well done, very mm-hmm. well done. Um, but then you see someone like Art again, going backwards. You see someone like mm-hmm. R. Kelly or Gary Coleman or, you know, mm-hmm. all of these actors or, or celebrities that just totally crash and burn. Right. Their career dies up, dries up, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, and how do we pay the mortgage now? And it's like, hi, right. you made how much per episode and you can't pay the mortgage? Right. Like, or they well, don't know how much money they have. Or right. they don't know how much money they have. What the hell? How do you not know how much is in your five bank accounts? Well, or at least have a vague inkling, you know, exactly. of what should be there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. And a lot of that is surrounding yourself with people who say all the right things and then do all the wrong ones. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, yeah, and it's sad, and it's unfortunate, and it's one of those things, regardless of whether I like someone or not, right. I can still have, I can still manage that feeling of, I feel so bad for you that that happened. That that shouldn't have occurred. This should not be happening. You should not, like, with the career you have had, whether Mm -hmm. I feel it was warranted and justified or whatever, Mm -hmm. you made the money. I I don't know what happened, and I feel horrible for you for that. That, you know, I don't know if it's 
you made bad choices. You had people surrounding you who didn't like care um, Mm -hmm. and just let you do whatever and just kept writing checks or stole from you or what, but that shouldn't have happened. Right. But yeah. And shouldn't have been a thing, shouldn't have been occurred. But, you know, we see this over and over. And But, no, there needs to be someone that writes a book or, you know, like Beyonce or whatever, grabs them by the head and slaps them. You know, because yeah. a lot of them worked very – a lot of the older ones, Angela Lansbury, mm-hmm. Betty White, they worked very hard to be able to manage their own careers. You know, Betty Davis sold, right. uh, sued Warner's brothers to manage her own career. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And hell, Olivia de Havilland is still kicking around. Like, there's yeah. a whole rule named after her. And she is still suing. Mm-hmm. Over, you know, like, the, well, granted, that, well, technically, I guess that lawsuit has been thrown out now. But, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. she's still, like, kicking around and suing people. Because she's like, yeah. no, I own me. Fuck off. I mean, literally about what she said. Like, Mm -hmm. do not put words in my mouth or I will sue you. Mm -hmm. And she did. Yeah. It doesn't mean I loved Feud, the story of uh, Betty and Joan, any less. Because I can still love Olivia de Havilland and think she is amazing. While at the same time going, Ryan Murphy is really awesome and amazing and has done wonderful television. Yay. Um, Right. You know, and he's gone really out there. He's gone really out there, and I love it every time. Like, I will even give him the opening to American Horror Story um, Hotel. Like, Mm -hmm. and that's a tough one to watch. Right. That's a tough. That's also a hard one to watch because it's really hard to find it. Because so many right. cable companies were like, "We ain't even, we ain't even right. gonna go there." Like, exactly. what the hell? Um, mm-hmm. But no, I'll even give him that because honestly, that as grotesque as it was. Mm-hmm was again done in a way that I don't know, he he's rocking that whole Steven Spielberg, Stanley Kubrick kind of magic, no right. matter what he does, you know, he shows up and magic occurs. And right. even as grotesque as it was, you're sitting here going, No, this is integral to the story. Like, do you right. need to understand this? Um right. it, it you know, it's not just gratuitous. You know, right. it, no, it it it's there for a reason. Um, mm-hmm. And no, I would like as much as like you're sitting there like, oh my god. By the end of the show, you're sitting here going, okay, I get it now. I get it mm-hmm. now. I would have been right. totally lost if I hadn't have been able to watch episode one. Like, this wouldn't have made as much sense as it did. Got it. This was not just gratuitous violence and nastiness and whatever. 
mm-hmm. it played a role. Um, but yeah. no, that it's just one of those things though that I like. I can still appreciate both. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's the for, like the fortitude of these stars. You know, the, mm-hmm. the ones that survive and the ones mm-hmm. that are still thriving. Mm-hmm. Olivia de Havilland, I don't think we'll ever have to work again for any reason. Yeah. Like, I think she could just throw money out of a window at this point. It is not going to matter. Smile. And smile and not care because, eh, it's money. Um, right. Meanwhile, Joan Fontaine, <laughs> not quite mm-hmm. the success story. Um, right. And they were sisters. You would think, yeah. like, they had very similar careers up to a point. Um, mm-hmm. But you would think they would both have kind of followed that same kind of thing. No. Right. No. Not at all. But Not even close no. to it. But yeah, and let's take a power break, and we'll be back. Awesome. You're listening to the Magic Happens Radio Network, sponsored by the Magic Happens Magazine. You'll find us at www.themagicheavens.com. Hi, welcome, relax, have a cup of your favorite topics with your hosts Aston Knight and Rain Love. There's nothing like a good conversation to warm your soul and give your spirit a break now and then. Aeson and Love have such a wonderful way of exploring topics like psychic phenomena, important topics in our daily lives from a psychic's point of view, and you never know who else will stop by live on Blog Talk Radio. So come on in. We made a fresh cup of java just for you. At the Crystal Lotus, we offer a variety of amazing services, whether it's partaking in a massage, Reiki session or the various energy modalities, taking advantage of psychic reading, browsing the library, or shopping for metaphysical supplies. They also offer yoga classes and holistic life coaching. Located at 89 Old Main Plaza or phone 304-729-8055. Crystal Lotus, taking the spirit where the body cannot go. Did you know that you can have a reading with ASIN in person? Or you can reach him by phone, chat, or even text message. You should really check out his site, asinite.com, or give him a call. His number is 304-584-3592. So I'm a cat, and I just moved in with this new human, and she's got this little toy she's always playing with, all day long. Tap, 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 bloop, bloop. She can't put it down. There it is. Oh, and get this. She even talks to it. 
Last week, she asked it for Chinese, and guess what? Egg rolls showed up like magic. Humans have cool toys. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. Hi, I'm Rain. And this is Ravenwind, and we're the Feather and Bone Podcast. Two witches talking about everything witchy and nothing at all. We consider ourselves to be energy-based spiritualists, non-traditionalists, and decidedly not Wiccan. Our views on magic and life in general don't align with other pagans in the community, but we have a live-and-let-live outlook on life. So if you want to learn something new while laughing a whole lot, you can find links to our podcast, Facebook page, products, and purchase tarot readings at featherandbone.net. Are you looking for loving, caring, spiritual answers? Then you need to give Rainy a call. Her number is 303-416-2977. She's able to give you a reading, see what your life path holds, plus what the angels and crossover loved ones has to say about it. Visit PsychicRainyLove.com for more details. And remember, Rainy spelled R-A-I-N-E. Do you like a little more grrrr with your coffee? Then tune in to Mountain Bears here on Blog Talk on Friday nights at 9 p.m. for the latest in LGBT topics, current events, and technology. Every Friday night we'll be here. Join us as the Mountain Bears explore these topics and more. You're listening to the Magic Happens Radio Network, sponsored by the Magic Happens Magazine. You'll find us at www.themagichappens.com. Well, welcome back. Hope you enjoyed our power break so that we could pay our power bill. Oh. Yeah. So and your coffee, coffee pot. Well, yes, you know we've got the coffee pot. You know, I, you know, I, I'm really trying to get the espresso. You know, I've talked forever about having an espresso bar. Well, someone went and bought me a ninja that apparently can do everything possible. Well, no, it can't do everything possible. I did not get like the milk steamer and all that, but there is the little milk frother. It's a separate contraption. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. we did love that, but cleaning it is a, like, no. Did it survive no. the move? I yes. haven't seen the milk yeah. frother. It's in the appliance cabinet, dear. Oh. Yeah. I yeah. told you that not one thing has been broken yet in this move. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, as you say that, you realize there's still a television and a trunk. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's still got to come up here. Like, are you trying? Are you just trying to it's see how many It's still not the most important find? item to come up here. Well, this is true. This is true. Like, if I had to replace the TV, I'd be okay. The trunk, 
<sighs> I I don't think much will destroy it. You know. No. So it okay, crossed the ocean. Right. I'm quite sure it'll be fine. The most important item is the one requisite for dating me that you have to have. Uh huh. Uh huh. The deep freeze. What? That is not the dowry you told me. You are not the That is not the dowry that you claim. No, I claim the the spice shell. is mine. Yes. Yes. Yes, you do. And why is the deep freeze yours? Because someone has a bright idea. Oh, you need to have a hobby. All you do is work. He said this. Yeah. He said this. So fine. I love home cooked food. I'm tired of eating out. You are, you, you know, eat out too much to begin with. I'll take up cooking. Uh huh. Yeah. (laughs) Next uh-huh. time you take up cooking, I hope to God it's mouth. We would need less freezer really? space, and it's more profitable. Um, yeah. You know. Yeah, he comes out in hobby. He goes, and he's like, well, you know. Well, actually, I think it was his sister that brought up the fact that, uh, that Sam's had a deep freeze on sale. I had yeah. two. Yes. Yes. Oh, I take a day and cook. Yeah. And we filled it up, and I think we had to send some down to your sister. We had to send food to everybody. (laughs) We we had to send food from the other house to here. We had to send food Uh to your mother. We like we sent food to my sister. We gave food to our friends. We gave food to like people we barely knew. Like, please take it. Like, I. Oh my god! And, and that was just so we could get to the frozen peas. Like that was it. That was where we were at. Is we had put the frozen peas on the bottom of the deep freeze and then loaded it. And it was like, please, take it to the bottom. This is, yeah, all the way to the bottom. And second to the bottom. Oh, second to the bottom. That's great. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because something was behind the frozen piece, and you can redecorate it all. You can redecorate the deep freeze all you want because you are the redheaded wonder. You get wonderfully amused with redecorating and sorting my food and making sure everything's where it's at and keeping me organized. Well, yeah, the best part is labeling it. You forgot the best part is labeling it. Like, I love my brother QL700. Mm -hmm. Like, that is my baby. That is the best money Mm -hmm. I think I've ever spent anywhere ever. No, I think you spent a little bit. The only other place I thought you spent better money at is those plates you bought. The what? The black plates. Oh, dear Lord. Okay. The worst money you ever spent was when you bought me an Instapot. Oh. Yeah, well, all I can say is, you know, Ninja makes one of those, too. 
and you almost I got know. I know. Because with an ass I know. It was a combination like pressure cooker, deep fryer, or uh, air fryer. And I was like, mm-hmm. Ooh, oh, God, no. $179? Sam's Club? What are you talking about? But anyway. Right. Sorry, that that was a yeah. whole train wreck of ideas. So, or correlation. Well, well, no. Now you have to call an electrician. Ugh. Why? Well, you have to call an electrician because I need plugs that can handle running two instant pots and the air fryer. <sighs> well, it can handle it if you do it serially, not in parallel. At this point, we can barely turn on the microwave with the light. Well, that's because you bought me a professional microwave. You know, Sam's Club had a sale. Okay? Uh-huh. I, uh, uh-huh. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm like divorced Barbie over here. Like, we've already had this discussion in the house. I'm like divorced Barbie over here. Like, I come with so much stuff. Like, yes. it is everything. Like, I moved a whole house into a whole house. That's what our move mm-hmm. has been. We have two yeah. to ten of everything. That are the same. And, and that's the scary part. That's the scary part. We we have so many identical. Right. Like, it's been nice in a couple of situations we can merge. And then there's other things that's like, really? You bought the same crappy thing I did? Like, one of us couldn't have bought the nice one. Yeah. Like, you know? Well, you know, they say couples and then there eventually was the... start buying stuff. You know, the couples eventually start looking at, you know, dressing alike, and it's really cute. Oh, did no, you have to no, do no, it a no, decade no. before this I got is... there? Yeah. Yes. No, it's not even that we're dressing alike. It's not even that we're dressing alike. You, I apparently spent the better part of like a decade buying your wardrobe. Yes. And and we've we've talked about this on the show. We've talked about this on the show. I know everyone's tired of hearing about it, but I seriously have this moment now. I pull clothes out of my closet. I put them on my body. <laughs> And I just stare in the mirror in disgust and go, this would look better. I don't know what to wear now because I'm haunted by the fact that I might as well take a chain and hang a sign from my hump that says, too ugly to live. That's where I'm at in my life now. Well, because I think that you're – but I have to disagree with you. I think you need. You just need to go to the other closet. No. And and put on this. Yes. Because you look awesome in my clothes. I look like a stoner in your clothes. I don't know what it is. It's like I like. I'm sorry. This is going to sound bad, but I I am too light bread to wear your clothing. Like, you don't seem to understand this. Every time I put on your clothes, I look like every afternoon school special about avoiding drug addicts. 
<laughs> your clothes look great on you. Your clothes are fine on you. I put them on. It takes on a whole different tone and meaning. I, uh-huh. I, I, I'm just, I'm too white bread for this. I like no Irish and Eastern, Western European, whatever it is, uh, lineage thing is is mm-hmm. not working to my advantage with your wardrobe. I just well, look like I think you look glorious in my red shirt. Okay, let's let's pretend I did. Um, you do. Uh huh. Um, uh-huh. No, no. Like all my clothing looks right on you, but then I'm sitting here going, "Well, it doesn't look like that on me." Like, I give up. I, I do. I'm having that moment where, like, I give up. I have, like, three pairs of shorts that I just don't even want to hear it. Like, no, they look great on me. Like, keep telling me that. I do. Like, this is how you're going to get me out of the house. wonderful on you. The pastels look wonderful what? on you. Your pastel oh, clothes. Yeah. yeah. You and salmon look nice. Yeah, I don't. Mm, mm. Yeah, like I yes. like them, and I do like them on me. But then there was that whole thing about guys who wear like salmon pants, and like how this was a trend, and it's all about straight boys who are like, I want color, but I don't know what color is, and so therefore they mm-hmm. end up buying salmon. And I was like, you well, just weird. ruined salmon for me. Like, I did. I got totally ticked off at a publication for ruining salmon for me. Right. I'm like, really? I had one thing. I had one thing I liked. And you just right. ruined it. Right. Like, and it's not like they're wrong. Like, I can't even argue that they're wrong because it keeps popping up. Like, you just see this, like, general uniform of straight guy trying to look trendy. And it's it's a mm-hmm. uniform. It is. Like, they're not kidding. It's a thing. It's a legit thing. But I'm yeah. like, this was the thing in my wardrobe I loved. Like, this is what I had going for me. Like, right. this, this, is, this is how I got out of bed in the morning and felt pretty. Like, mm-hmm. You just ruined my get out of bed and feel pretty. Like that's wow. what I want to send to this publication that did that article. Like I want to beat them. Like, mm-hmm. and I think it was Vice, and that makes me even angrier because Vice does a lot of great stuff, and we love to cite them all the time. But they ruined salmon for right. me. I think. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, they ruined salmon for you. Oh, yeah. It's not yeah. fair. Well, you know, it, it, kind of an interesting thing popped up, and oh, okay. that was, you know, you know, now New Jersey and California are requiring schools to teach gay history. Woo-hoo! What do you think about that? Um. Well, I, uh, I'm just hoping they get this right. Like, I don't know. I like one. I run into so many people who have no idea. Like within community, like they they have no idea. And I'm like, one, that's sad, and I'm hoping that fixes it. 
Um, mm-hmm. But two, then I also have that moment that I'm like, I'm just hoping they get it right. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? Like, this isn't just like we're going to sanitize and whitewash and clean up and, you know, drain the life out of it and then vomit it into a textbook. Like, please don't be that gay history. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just please don't do that to it. Like, it was dirty and it was ugly and it was messy and it was beautiful at the same time. And just let it be, you know, just explain it and be there with it. And it's uncomfortable. And I get that. Mm -hmm. But please don't clean it up. Like, don't don't clean it up. That's that's my biggest, like, thing. It's like, don't, don't, don't take a mop to it. Don't, don't try to make it pretty. It, this is, this is what happened. And it was, it was big and it was bad and it was ugly and it was beautiful Mm -hmm. and wonderful and Mm -hmm. frightening and horrific and amazing. It was all those things. Um, and I don't think you can really get the lesson from it unless you understand all the parts of it. That, yeah, it, it wasn't just any, like, you can't just make it pretty. You can't just make it, you know, boring. You can't mm-hmm. just make it. Like, you really have mm-hmm. to, like, dive into it um, to really start getting that understanding that, no, not all of it was perfect. Not all of it was, like, wonderful, but ultimately all of it came together and it was all these things. Um, And that's, that's probably the bigger thing in the history is that it doesn't have to be pretty. It didn't need to be pretty. It was, it was functional and it was raw and it was human and it was, this is what's happening and we're not perfect people, but we don't deserve the crap we're getting. And no, we get it. We're not here and making, you know, the, at at different points in this history. No, we're not sitting here doing the most amazing, wonderful things with our lives, but Mm -hmm. we're human and we don't deserve to die for it. Yeah, like, and, and that's part of it that, you know, I mean, it's really easy to sit there and like sanitize the history and just make it sound like all oh, the poor gays, you know, they right. were just sitting there running their accountancy firms and doctor's offices and doing hair and minding their own business. And along came the big bad straights with, you know, guns. And ropes mm-hmm. and, you know, mm-hmm. beat them and, oh, it's obviously so bad. That's what I mm-hmm. mean by sanitizers. Is that's not how it works. Um, right. We were not minding our own business. Act Up did stuff that it, in some ways, it lost the battle but won the war. Right. 
And at the time, even within community, it's like, what the fuck are you people doing? What mm-hmm. are you doing? You know, mm-hmm. we're trying to get them to like us. Stop it. Yeah. Um, yeah, stop you know, and that's in community. Like there's there's mm-hmm. division there, and that's mm-hmm. important. Is that this wasn't all like one unified thought, and one unified theory, and one unified approach? And that's not what this was. It was not Martin Luther King and I have a dream. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It wasn't fair. Yeah. That wasn't it. This is a whole lot of people trying to do a whole lot of things and it all managing to somehow coalesce, you know. And work. And work well. And work. But what I want, you know, and a lot of that, a lot of the 80s, Mm -hmm. would not have worked Mm -hmm. except for, you know, the lesbians that took this on and said, no, we're going to go cook and we're going to go make sure these people get food and we're going to find them housing and we're going to run the underground. You know, they need to include things like Elizabeth Taylor running an underground drug thing um, yeah. to get AIDS medicines to patients in the United States. And yeah. then I think, you know, and we talk so openly now about things. How are they going well, to yeah, explain that a president would not even say the word AIDS? Right. How well, do you explain and, that and to a teenager it, who sees it all the time? Yeah. Um, well, and then, you know, but there's so many different layers of it. And it's like, I think you could do a whole semester on this, at least. Mm-hmm. At least a semester before you really get into it, and like, I get it now. Mm-hmm. And I'm that's the other part I worry about is like if you've got to try to like squeeze it in there because, mm, and I, I worry about saying this. I just wonder if we're gonna do gay history. I know the the educational curriculum is just been hit. There is a lot they're mm-hmm. trying to cram into technically thirteen years of education mm-hmm. because you're taking someone who's five and you know barely knows the alphabet right all the way to high school graduation um and mm-hmm. trying to prep them to go beyond and all the different things you're trying to do in that time period um, right. and testing and extracurriculars and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And right. I worry how much of this can you like shoehorn in there to actually make it mm-hmm. valuable? To, right. to really, really make it valuable or is it just going to be a wasted thing? Right. Yeah, right. Well, it, here's you know, your gay history. We're going to take 15 minutes for that, mm-hmm. and we're moving on. Right. Well, like, you know, that's what I'm afraid is going to happen. Well, what I'm afraid is going to happen is, you know, they're going to get. It's going to be like a lot of other things that schools teach in history that people mm-hmm. believe, you know, in 20 years is fact, and we're going to be looking at them going that's not even half of what happened or that does not even and we've gotten into those talks 
I'm like, oh, honey, that's not how that happened. Let's let's go to this concept here. Well, yeah. And, I mean, it's not even that there's just layers of it. It's also just the fact that (laughs) how much can you justify – Again, I don't, like, I don't want to sit here and say, oh, this is irrelevant and shouldn't be taught. I'm not there. But I also sit here and, and go, there's so many other things that are really, mm-hmm. really important. Mm-hmm. And I don't know you can do this justice if right. you don't have the resources, time, mm-hmm. um, okay. a chief among them. To kind of go there and talk mm-hmm. about it and really dig into it. Like, mm-hmm. otherwise, it's just like, why did you waste? Why did you bother? You just gave them random bits of information and dates. Right. You know what I mean? It, it's like, I, and I remember there's parts of history, sort of, basically. Yeah, the thing mm-hmm. is, you don't, you never got to dig into in school because it's a thing that happened, and you know a date, and you regurgitate it on a test, and you go on with your life, and you never right. got into it. You know, you it, like right. never in my life have I needed to know mm-hmm. that thing that I memorized for a test in like third grade. Never, mm-hmm. never will I need that information. Not once. And I knew it then, and I know it now, and it has held. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it's the kind of thing that you end up needing to know mm-hmm. for Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. Like, Trivial Pursuit, it comes in handy. Um, right. But if you're talking about Monday through Friday, nine to five. Mm-hmm. You know the things that pay your bills. That ain't it. Um, and that's what I worry is that if we treat it that way, because I mm-hmm. think for many people there's there's a much bigger lesson to be obtained. There's a much bigger concept going on because it's mm-hmm. not. It's not really just the history that matters. Like, the history was its own thing. And what Mm -hmm. happened and what occurred and how we got from there to here. That's important. But that Mm -hmm. even even half of it, there's the whole, Mm -hmm. like, religious part of this and the political part of this and the on and on and on. You know, and, and the social right. ramifications and the health ramifications and the mm-hmm. – and I can see it as its own, like, class, not right. just, like, part of your history class over here with, like, the War of 1812, right. you know, but a whole thing that – Mm-hmm. It's not just history. It's not just like about civics and government and politics and health. And it's not any one of those things because right. it wasn't one of those things. It was an intersection of 
all of those things, every single yeah. last one of them, because mm-hmm. that's how it worked out, and that was the problem. Is mm-hmm. you know we we weren't just talking about oh there's gay people over here and they're being mistreated, and this is a historical right. thing and a you know a, and a fight ensued and you know blah blah blah. Things occurred, mm-hmm. and here we are today. That wasn't even it. Like, no. There was the social part of it, and there was the health part of it, and there's the political part of it, and the religious mm-hmm. part of it, and the on down the road. Um, right. Not to mention, not to mention, all of the people that have been sanitized for history mm-hmm. to to their accomplishments could not be disregarded, but everything mm-hmm. about them could be. Right. You know, Alan Turing, very minor part, even, mm-hmm. even for an IT guy, even for the IT guy, taking computer class after computer class, Alan Turing barely mentioned, barely mentioned, Essentially, the father of the modern computer. Right. Barely mentioned. He barely exists. I have spent in my classes, um, and and I'm talking from junior high on, more time talking about Grace Hopper and Ada Lovelace and, you know, all these other people. That were there, Steve Jobs and Bill Gates, and a lot of time, a lot of time on those, a lot mm-hmm. of time on those people. Alan Turing, one of the most influential people at the beginning of, or, or you know, it, one of the most prolific people to enter this arena, mm-hmm. who. who literally advanced us so far, so fast, seemingly overnight. Mm -hmm. One of the greatest contributors to how we got from, you know, manual stupid crap to the modern computer, biggest giant leap, barely mentioned. Barely mentioned. Meanwhile, meanwhile, we spend so much time talking about programmers. Mm-hmm. The people who took what he did and moved it forward, not saying their contributions mm-hmm. were illegitimate. They were legit. Mm-hmm. They were important. Right. But without his contributions, would have meant nothing. You had a thing and you had this other thing and in between there, the bridge, the way you got Mm -hmm. between those two things was Alan Turing. But because Alan Turing was a gay man during Mm -hmm. World War II, um, not talked about, doesn't exist. Barely recognized, mm-hmm. hardly mentioned for right. decades. And then all of a mm-hmm. sudden, 
as we're all kind of still sitting here scratching our heads going, but how did we get from here to here? It's like, well, Alan Turing and the Turing machine. And, you know, you hear those little bits and pieces, and it's, oh, okay, so what? And then you finally learn this, and you're like, oh, my God. And it's like, how did he fall by the wayside? And then you find out he fell by the wayside because after he was exploited to gain mm-hmm. all the advantages that, that, that um, the British Army could get from him, Mm-hmm. Yeah, fighting this war. Once they mm-hmm. exhausted everything they needed from him, then he's a sexual deviant pervert who needs to, you know, just die, just be forgotten, yeah. unimportant, doesn't matter. We we can't avoid ever talking about him, but we can whitewash and sanitize and clean this up, and mm-hmm. you know make him sound like some, you know, monk in a monastery who just randomly created some shit um, Mm -hmm. and magically had all the answers but wasn't really Mm -hmm. all that important. Mm -hmm. And it's crap. And so I recognize the need. I recognize the need. We need to go into gay history. There are so many forgotten, overlooked, pushed to the side, buried people in history. But some mm-hmm. of them are big household names. And you mm-hmm. know nothing about them other than this thing that was really important mm-hmm. and they should be recognized for. But that's it. That's where it stops. No. You, like, you know about George and Martha Washington because they're a nice heterosexual couple. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the rest of it is just kind of like, mm-hmm. and there was this other guy, and he did a thing, and it was kind of important. You know, mm-hmm. and that's it. But, right. you know, and the spotlight is heterosexuals. And it's right. like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's not how this happened. This isn't you how know, this works. And, yeah, and I think it's one of the biggest yeah. problems that we have in talking about the Holocaust. It's one of the biggest problems we have in talking about, um, oh, the McCarthyism. It wasn't mm-hmm. just communist. was not mm-hmm. just communist. Like, there was the Lavender Scare. It's a totally different concept. It was big, bad, right. and uglier. Um, right. You know, totally. I'll just say this. <laughs> Toe tapping senators in Washington is not a new thing. Um, right. It didn't get invented with Larry Craig. <laughs> right. Um, and, you know, but no, thinking at it, looking at, you know, our lives, because we've seen a lot of history. A lot of gay mm-hmm. history, a lot of, you know, major things, witness the major things. You know, there are still people alive that remember the, um, the I think they were called the angels, um, that used to do all, you know, those are things that need to be included. Um, not just going back and going, oh, yeah, we, we, you know, yeah, we didn't teach the past five years why you have the ability to use a mouse. Um, or who broke this theory? 
We're going to be teaching that now. But also, the section of history we saw. Well, but then there's another component of that. Mm -hmm. There's also the massive and somewhat horrific influence um, that Mm -hmm. HIV has had on the community. There's not only a lot of lost history, there's a lot Mm -hmm. of forgotten history. A lot Mm -hmm. of people have died, but there's also this other group. They're still here. They're still Mm -hmm. here. They exist. Mm -hmm. They survived. Even they're sitting there going, I don't know how. I watched everyone around me die, but I survived. Mm -hmm. And because of that, they're very traumatized to even speak. Like, because you're not just talking about this abstract thing called grid or gay cancer or HIV and AIDS. That's not what you're talking about. You're talking about Chuck and Fred and David and Marcus and Antoine and all these people whose funerals Mm -hmm. that they went to, that they watched die one by one by one by one. Mm -hmm. And the trauma floods them, especially at this point, is I I hesitate to make the comparison. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, and if we get flack on that, I understand it because this is why I'm hesitating. Mm Mm-hmm. It could be likened to, could be likened to um, the Holocaust in the sense of there is so much pain, personal, real, physical, emotional pain and loss and suffering and trauma that never Mm -hmm. got dealt with. There, there, There wasn't, you know... There weren't resources. No one knew what to do. Like, there were support groups. That's true. But it was on a magnitude and a scale. For some people, it was like watching a plane crash on a daily basis. Like, you just can't quit hemorrhaging people out of your life. Right. You know, you're you're watching bars empty out, and you're watching community centers empty out, and you're watching communities empty out, and graveyards fill up, and the newspapers fill up with obituaries, and the horrors of funeral homes that won't even touch a body, hospitals that won't even touch a patient. Mm-hmm. Over and over and over, the the indignities of the whole thing stack up, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and these people are sitting here going, "Am I next?" Mm-hmm. For decades, am I next? And some of them having the moment of, "Can I please just go home?" There's no one left for me here. 
Mm-hmm. And again, I don't think you can cram all of that and the enormity of it. One, right. without even going into firsthand narrative, which I hope they can do. But two, mm-hmm. also, also try to pull all of that together mm-hmm. from the personal to the social to the political to the health to the all of it, all of it right. together and go, this is gay history. Mm-hmm. This is how it happened. I don't. No. I don't. I. I. I hope they can. I hope it can be meaningful. I hope it can change hearts and minds and do many beautiful things. I struggle believing that's possible without mm-hmm. devoting a literal whole class and going. And I don't mean like one block on your like one day of the week. I don't mean a class. I mean, having a class like you have a history class or a math class, class to the subject, and that's still, like, tip of the iceberg. Like, Mm -hmm. you're going to have to be really good to get past that tip of the iceberg and really get people to comprehend everything that was happening, that had happened, was happening, and would happen. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and but see, I worry. I'm going to be honest because mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of the history. Is I worry that they're going to do a suckiest job as they do with World War II, as they do with you know the Holocaust. They don't teach half of what occurred during the Holocaust. They don't teach half of the destruction. They don't teach how we got there. Mm-hmm. At all. Well, but then there's also the fact that there there are groups that have been completely neglected. Right. And, and gay, lesbian, bisexual, trans, queer, questioning. The alphabet mm-hmm. too has been a large part of that that has been totally mm-hmm. pulled out. Like, well, we could talk, we can talk about that. But we're not going to go there. Like, we're not going to mention that part of it. Right. And in many ways, it's it's like not getting the full story. You're missing so many pieces to understand how all this interconnected. But you end Mm -hmm. up with this sort of history. You Mm -hmm. sort of know what happened. And mm-hmm. you don't even know that you have the questions you have until someone asks you a question that you really think you should know the answer to, and you don't. Yep. And you don't know why you don't until yep. you find out why you don't, at which point right. it all makes sense. And I know that sounds really tinfoil hat, conspiracy, <laughs> crazy, but well, no. it, it's actually how actually, it works. I have a great example for it. Why do we use mm-hmm. the pink triangle? Why do we, um, as a symbol, use the pink that triangle? Was, that came out of the Holocaust, as I remember it. That was what was, I believe, required with the Star of David for Jews was pink triangles for what was it, gay, lesbian, and disabled or mentally challenged? 
gay and lesbian, disabled and mentally challenged were not even gave an assemble. They were just totally removed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know. Yeah. But you know, I mean, it's like, it, it is. and of course, at that time, we were still considered, um, you know, mentally challenged, mentally deficient. Yes. Yeah. Well, and it was. It would be many decades, and, and that goes back to the health side of it. It, it was. Just, mm-hmm. It was a diagnostic term. If you yeah. think homosexual sounds way formal. Mm-hmm. There's a reason. It's because it's a medical term for a diagnosable illness that you could mm-hmm. be treated for, and the treatments were horrendous. Mm-hmm. Like, we recoil in horror about conversion therapy. Oh, this has nothing on the history that, that makes conversion therapy look like a cakewalk. Right. To, by comparison, that mm-hmm. it, 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 not even, you know, the, right. the, the people that went through the earliest forms of this, that, that were mm-hmm. diagnosed gay and put into institutions and treated for their gayness. Bottomy, the electroshock were therapy to, to the genitals. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it's, it's horrific. And it, it it's frightening, mm-hmm. but yes. Well, we are down to the last minute, and um, we have loved being with you guys this evening. Yeah, and we have talked about many wonderful things, and but we mm-hmm. gotta shut it down, don't we? We do. Unfortunately, we're hitting our limit. Um, I will be back next Tuesday. Um, we're working on some different things. And, of course, Techie Joe will be popping in as often as possible. So, until then, yes. we'll be talking to you later. Have a great night, y'all. Absolutely. Absolutely.